<laughs> Alright, welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four Star Platinum solo album nerds for all of you Star Platinum solo album <laughs> nerds out there. As always, I'm Joey. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean, Episode 5, Prisoner of Love, right? I, I don't have it open. I should have it open. Yeah, it's pri- Prisoner of Love. It's Prisoner, prisoner of, of Love. You got it. We t- yeah, that was off the dome. I'm on it today. <laughs> we do a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Watch Along podcast, where we just really talk about a lot of things that aren't JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, apparently. Just a lot of butts, a lot of, a lot of talk about cum. I don't yeah, know yeah. what you're talking about, Joey. Those are very JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> okay, you're right. My we bad. we just... never stopped talking about JoJo's while we were talking about those two specific subjects. <laughs> we really do justice to Araki's masterpiece here <laughs> in our own ways as we make just dumb, dumb jokes. It's great. It's great. We're great. This show's great. The, yeah, the kind of nerd you called me today uh, really uh, helps soften the blow of what really happens. Okay. Right, I, I, you're gonna go back well, and look at all everyone of our, else's. Yeah, yeah. Look, we already did come room nerds. So, sorry, I'm, I'm, for the viewers at home, I'm just checking out what everyone else threw at the CD I mean, face. the come room reprises its role in this episode, Joey. <laughs> you're right. The come room Ret- to electric boogaloo. <laughs> Returning as the come room. <laughs> thrilling conclusion. The Good job. Thrilling conclusion. The come room Stupid. to reloading. <laughs> Okay, yeah, these are good. Each like, I'm I'm very proud of mine. All right, I don't even know if anybody heard these. All right, so uh, stands only have one power, nerds. <laughs> Blatant yeah, lies. We, we have never believed that lie. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't uh, been true since the inception of the rule. <laughs> literally, this episode, White Snake does two different powers. <laughs> like it, it, literally, this episode. It's not even like. We, we get one power, you know, and then they develop a new power later or use their power in a new way that feels like a different power. I, no, this is just straight up two different fucking things, that, both at the same time that the stand power. is revealed. I mean, he, yeah. has to, he has to have already stolen an, another stand that already does the come room. Of course. <laughs> I think so. Of course. Yeah. So you're saying there's a third stand? User up there. No, I well, mean, no, they're not a stand not user anymore. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so right. what, what's the what's the like major like comic book villain, whoever I'm thinking of, that does this? Uh, Sorry, you're gonna have to be a little more specific. Yeah, like a, I don't no, read a lot of comics, and not really steal, like come room ones. Steals other people's powers. Rogue. No, not right. temporarily. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Siler. Uh, Do you remember Heroes, guys? Yes, that is what I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, that was temporary. A yeah. show I never watched. Um, no, that was permanent. Kill- no, it was permanent because they died. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, gets the healing factor and the other girl lives. I'm pretty sure there's an X-Men character that does that named Leech. Um, there's a Hunter Hunter character that does it. So what um, you're saying is this is not an original idea. No, this is very much not an original there's, idea. There's no such thing as an original <laughs> idea. The idea that there is no such thing as an original idea. <laughs> the Cumbrum feels idea. pretty original to me. <laughs> I, okay, as we went over, it is clearly not original. Clearly, you as we all I, own, clearly. we all have Cumbrum. That's clearly like saying a painting I. of an orange is an original idea. No, it's based on something real, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all want to be in a Rocky's Cumbrum? Nope. Nope. Sure don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to find out what's in a room that makes a Rocky turn it into a cum room. Man, I wish we could get out of the cum room. Probably the remains of the other people. I wish this wasn't a podcast now. Speaking of getting out of the cum room, let's get back to to the cum room. No! Uh, So we start the episode. um, uh, Jolene and Jero are still trapped in the cum room. No, we start the episode with fucking Stone Ocean again. All right? Yeah. (laughs) It's good opening. It's still a good opening. It'll always be a good opening. I love it. That's so fucking good. Finally, we know what the CDs are about. (laughs) (laughs) Or do we? Maybe. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll get to it when that happens. I want to know what y'all think is going on. All right. Room. Room full of cum. Jotaro punches a, 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 a pad to get out of the cum room. Well, okay. First, we get a bunch of cool screen wipes where it's like oozing across. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Then Jotaro 
punches a, a, a panel and uh, opens the door. Uh, and But then he's like, wait, Jolene, why did you call my stand by uh, its name Star Platinum? You never should have known that name. No. That must mean I'm still... <laughs> In the cum room. <laughs> Inception horn. Wait a minute. This is made clearly made of wool. <laughs> As the dream is collapsing. <laughs> Just the dreamers coming in. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Jotaro finally wakes up. She's, he's coiled uh, with Jolene's uh, string for some reason. I guess she woke him up, gave him the kick he needed. Mm-hmm. This is some hermit purple shit right here. 100%. <laughs> Like, are you saying you she... wouldn't wake up to somebody squeezing your face, Joey? That's not what she's doing. I think she's entering the dream with it. What? That does not what it appeared to be. No, I don't is. think that's what was happening. It's just wrapped around his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's I just, think she, she's just tickling his nose, so he'll wake up. Give him a nice squeeze. <laughs> don't think about it. Uh, it. It didn't work last time she tried this. Uh, she, she finally sorry. had enough force of will to keep the stand corporeal long enough to wake up Jodra. I really don't like the way these walls are warped. Like, that seems like it would have significant impact on the structural integrity of this building. Yeah. Mm. Like, they, they, they go in sine waves. That's not good. <laughs> it's okay. It's not a load-bearing wall. <laughs> no, no, I, not a single wall in this room is load-bearing. <laughs> the, the, I, the, it's the, a prison in Florida. They Of course they don't have any sort of building codes. <laughs> <laughs> I... I love this trick that Jotaro does here to get them out of the room. Because you know he's done this a lot. Yeah, he, he's you like, all... hey, Jolene, let me see your stand. Oh, that, that, that's it. You know, just materialize a little bit better. Okay, bring it a little closer. Just a little, bring, little bit to the left. A little bit to the left. A little bit to the left. It just punches the shit out of, jo- of uh, Stone Free, sending Jolene flying in into the wall, destroying the same panel that he destroyed in the dream. <laughs> he, he pulls a boss. Yeah, like, yeah. He, yeah. he eats his daughter through a stand. <laughs> uh, she exactly should be dead. The boss. You're right. It's exactly the same thing. <laughs> this punch looks so brutal. Oh yeah, it fucks her up. Uh, and she like crawls out of the room, and she's like, "I am so fucking pissed right now. <laughs> this can't possibly be a dream because this is annoying." <laughs> and I'm like, "This is annoying." Annoying? Is that is that you got shot in the last dream? <laughs> this is the thing that makes you sure that it's a dream. Uh, because this like being shot didn't piss her off. That's that's how she knew it was a dream. <laughs> He's like, hurry up, get me out of here before I melt. She's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this uh, 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 articulation of how they get out of the room feels more appropriate for how bad of a father Jotaro is. Yeah, he's, he's you couldn't have like had Star Platinum throw the fucking table or something. Like, it's this was not your only option. No, but it's the one he went with. <laughs> it's like apparently that when damage is transferred to stands, momentum is. But he couldn't have like gently thrown the stand in the other direction. <laughs> no, he had the choice, and he chose violence. <laughs> Jotaro really only knows the world through his own like like through a certain lens and that's punching look when all you've got is a star platinum <laughs> every problem looks like every it's a world though <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just let me see your handcuffs as he just karate chops them karate off this would rip her hands off you know yeah. you could just pull them off like rip them off just shatter like just break them, snap them. <laughs> like, no, this Jolene seems like something a... Stone Fruit would be good at. Yeah, Jolene would be great at like fucking picking a lock. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. She has prehensile yeah. strings. Just full command. I like um, that uh, Jolene feels the need to pull the, the bone out of her pocket and show it to Jitteru. And she's like, hey, I, I got a bone. Mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> All right. So we know this is Emporio's mom's pelvic bone. Uh, how did that child come out this? Uh, okay, you're going to ask. Okay, it like, got speaking melted. Speaking as someone who has. I think this is actually a, a tailbone. All right. 
There uh-huh. is no part yeah. of the human bone structure that <laughs> there is no brag. part of the human bone structure that is designed to pass a child through it. All right, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why are humans so bad? This is the side of your palm. Also, also, uh, Grant is correct. This is not the actual pelvic bone itself, but the, just the tailbone that attaches to the back of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Sherlock Holmes Jotaro here. This episode catching the like. Wait a minute. How'd you know my stand name and. Oh, that's the sacrum from a human. <laughs> Why does he know it was? It's been he, dissolved. He in knows acid. what the sacrum <laughs> looks like on other animals because he's a marine biologist. I don't fucking know. Because he because he punched well, the sacrum out of somebody once. I. <laughs> that's <laughs> <frustrating>. <laughs> oh no! You have to punch someone real hard for that to happen. Yeah, that's too late, <laughs> yeah, yeah you wouldn't just have to punch somebody real hard. You'd have to punch somebody like right in the dick too. <laughs> Again, Steely Dan. <laughs> oh, he's hundred percent done that. Really had it coming. <laughs> Jutter is not above time. that. Oh man, uh, we get our introduction to. I I don't know, but I think I think this is our main villain. Do you want to know? No. I mean, given how prominent the well, CDs are in the opening, I hope this is our main villain. Yeah. You get a real gooey yeah. boy, White Snake here. Oh yeah, he got he got them like real goo fingers, sticky finger. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's so juicy. I want you to know oh. that I shout sticky fingers all the time now because I have a baby. <laughs> like <laughs> that baby's fingers are always sticky. Yeah. Why are your hands? Sticky? I say it all the time, and I don't Just have. A don't baby. tell me that. Grant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe keep that one to yourself. Keep that one in the cum room. Sticky finger. <laughs> I, Jotaro just pulls out a. There are alarms going off. Jotaro's like, "All right, here's the plan." So he pulls out a map. I love that ocean is just marked on this map. I'm, I'm surprised it's not specified as the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> yeah, this fucker no. has a fucking map that he just hands to Jolene. It's like, "This is our path. We're gonna go. To, we're gonna get out of here. All right, we're gonna get to a submarine." And she's like, "What fucking submarine?" And she, and he's like, "Don't <laughs> Excuse worry. Excuse you. I'm part of a world government that you." You don't know about called the <laughs> a shadowy cabal. <laughs> it's an Illuminati, but 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 named Look. after a goddamn band. We couldn't get you a lawyer that would actually defend you, but we can break you out of prison and hide you in a Tim, submarine. Tim, Tim. So in this yeah. universe, the band is named after the man. Uh, of course. <laughs> Why didn't they get her a lawyer? Like, did they have some compact with the King of the Elves signed a hundred years ago? So we couldn't do it. They they owned the oil land and we signed the contract in blood. So their king claimed first rights to defend your daughter in martial law. Like, what? Obviously, the King of the Elves was the Speedwagon lawyer, but he turned. (laughs) Shit. Do you think the Speedwagon Foundation just investigates stands? Or do you think they're like... Because we also know vampires are a thing, right? So, like, are they out there dealing with other problems that, like, we don't even know about? Yeah, yeah there's, like, another batch of pillar men yeah. hanging out somewhere. <laughs> yeah. They say Koichi after that ba- batch of pillar men. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Koichi versus pillar men. <laughs> Surprisingly, he so. wins. It's like, how... <laughs> He's Do so you think they've made contact with Mikitaka yet? <laughs> no, once they make contact, we lose. Game's over, baby. Nobody believes that <laughs> he's not even the like he's not even in the top four to, in Morio to be an alien. Like if we had to rank them, he's like not first on the list. Which uh, is saying like something. Rohan's in the top four. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what's his nuts before he died? Um, yes, yes. Shigechi would have been on that oh, list. Yeah. Doria. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap trick guy, probably. There's this rock that bleeds occasionally. <laughs> Cries constantly. All right, so I had forgotten how stupid Jotaro was dressed. Uh, that's <laughs> really? that's a shame on me moment. But these pants are really stupid. I hate. I them. love the snakeskin pants. <laughs> the more time goes on, the more I like the pants. 
<laughs> I love them. And I really Honestly. like he upped his star content in his outfit. Like, it's just like yeah. stars for days now. I want people to know <laughs> my up, legacy. They get up to this huge fucking metal grate. He's like, don't worry, I got a key. So he <laughs> punches it. Star Platinum. Star Platinum is the key to every door. <laughs> star Platinum is yes. the key. <laughs> star Platinum. Zablak keys. Uh, like, oh. It's like a video game where you've got oh. your silver key, your gold key, and your platinum key. <laughs> <laughs> it opens all doors. And some walls. But only if they have cracks in them. Chodoro is such an asshole. You could have caught your daughter. He made a big stink about uh, keeping track of this locket uh, earlier. And then when Jolene trips down a flight of stairs, he swipes it from her. She, just she, to make a she point. She was about to drop like, it, he so could've... he caught it so it wouldn't like hit the ground. No, it was firmly <laughs> no. in her hand, and he stole it. <laughs> All right, but like... He pickpocketed e- it from her. As easily as she was stabbed the first time, I'm very surprised she doesn't have another stand by now. <laughs> <laughs> like, she should have another stand power at this point. Solely Kinda. based on how fucking well, stupid sharp the arrow why is. Why should she have stone-free Requiem yet? Uh, stone-free what, Grant? Requiem. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> we don't do that anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what um, about stone-free second bomb? <laughs> Stone free second bomb. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jonro just just is an asshole. And he's like, if you were truly taking care of this, I couldn't have stolen it from I, the you. The best. Like, what, what kind of like abuse? The best part about this is just that first he's like here and like reaches out his hand, and she blushes because it's like, oh, my dad taking care of me again, like he hasn't done since I was like four, and <laughs> and then he pulls this shit, and then he's and like, no. <laughs> It's like he's making... He, I haven't been here for you, so I've really got to get my bad parenting in real quick here. <laughs> I've really got like, really to shift it into high gear. And it's really, it's really hitting all the hits. Time. It's really hitting all the hits for uh, Jolene, because she's like really pissed at him at this point. She's like, she God damn it, you're like, a fucking Okay, in the space father. of two minutes here, her dad has just punched her in the face hard enough to send her flying into a wall... Breaking the wall. Breaking the wall. Breaking part of the wall. When she tripped, instead of helping her, swiped something out of her hand to make a point, (laughs) let her fall on the ground, and then, like, did not apologize for this or even offer any sort of comfort whatsoever. (laughs) In fact, he blamed her for it. The man who can stop time is like, you couldn't keep this from me. You weren't paying close enough attention. Get with the program, Julie. She doesn't need it anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's technically the tracking device for the, the, the submarine. Like, yeah. But I yeah, guess. what? Okay, what if they leave and they just like fucking leave this shit here? Okay, you have a prison full of stand users. Not my fucking problem anymore, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> In fact, prison is where most stand users should be. <laughs> so I love what happens next because Jungalier is disguised as a prison guard. And yes. he's walking uh, down this corridor, and he looks, and he like he's blind, and he looks at this gate that's been punched open. And he's like, yeah, "Nobody here. Must have gone a different way." And then an actual prison guard comes up behind him, and is like, "Are you fucking blind?" <laughs> yes, like, actually. Do you not see? Can you not see? Can you not see the crumpled like tissue of a door? <laughs> like. This guard is not freaking out enough for like if the state this door is in. Galier is like, can you not see this bullet through your head? <laughs> Bam! I really like that in the dream, White Snake was just like, oh yeah, by the way, this is absolutely what John Galier's stand is. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, he, like he definitely piped the ass yeah. in the dream too. And that monologue. Look, White Snake White <laughs> Snake is just ass. not very creative. <laughs> Or maybe he's too creative. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is why they, they knew the things they weren't there for in the dream. Because some of this was being fed to them in the dream. Mm-hmm. Did y'all think we were going to get another layer of this episode? That we're going to get no. to the end and feel like no. it's still, it's even deeper dreamy. Uh-huh. No, I think no. I think Iraqi got proper. But it was enough this. of a twist for yeah. me to actually have this be John Gallier's stand, and like the the dream stand user was somebody else, right? Like that's that's good enough. 
Oh, you thought John Galliani yeah. had White Snake? Yeah, I, I did actually. I, I mean, it was well, Ooh. it was well done to make us believe exactly what Jolene and Jotaro believed here, which was that the this the Manhattan transfer they saw in the dream was completely fabricated. Yeah. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. <laughs> it's actually John Gallier's stand. And there are two stand users. <gasps> yeah, Jotaro um, stops time right as Jolene's getting shot at. And he's like, oh, fuck, what do I do? And then he realizes behind him that there's a diff- the white snake is there. So now oh. we have John Gallier, Manhattan transfer, white snake. And so he needs to save Jolene. <sighs> you see... It's from the bullets are from a stand. So if you threw White Snake into the bullets, then you'd be. <laughs> are, fine. Is that true? Are they? Do they become stand bullets once they get redirected? Absolutely yes. not. No. Uh, absolutely if, not. If, if Mister can shoot stand, <laughs> can he? Can does Mister ever shoot a stand? Fuck, I don't know. He mostly just shoots people and himself. <gasps> oh wait, he shot Rolling Stones. Yeah, but that. That stand was powerful enough to be like corporeal to people, so yeah. you could have shot the, the <sighs> boat. Right. Also, um, he shot he shot Re- uh, Silver Chariot Requiem, but that same deal. Mm-hmm. Wow, I don't think he's ever shoots it, stand unless it's good. Unless not? it is powerful enough to be visible to non-stand users. Yeah, stands deflect his bullets. Hmm. So yeah, um, I feel like Jotaro could have solved this problem. Oh, sorry, <laughs> there is one stand that he shoots. Oh, what is it? Notorious big. <laughs> Again, right. also a corporeal oh, stand. Oh, no. <laughs> we I, don't actually know that. <laughs> you're right. We don't get confirmation that non-stand users can see it. So those ships could be going down at sea to absolutely nothing they can see. <laughs> that's horrifying. Yeah. Somehow that's worse than just Notorious B.A.G. <laughs> Being a Kraken? Yeah. Wow. You found it. <laughs> the so, most cursed thing possible. Instead of what Jeter does in this scene, I feel like he really could have solved a lot of his problems here if he had just taken a cue from Dio's book and just carried a bunch of knives. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, actually, a bunch of knives at people. You know what? You Stop can make time, t- throw knives, you're good. <laughs> Though, to be fair, these are one of the things he's dealing with is a stand with no user present. So You can make a different daughter. <laughs> you can make another Excuse one. Excuse me. <laughs> Look. Ex- excuse me. Yeah, maybe the next one won't land in prison. Uh, I I had full like I think Jolene could have fucking fended for herself. She she does later. Yes. <laughs> like she, she just solves for this uh, problem on her own. She was gonna get shot though. Was she? Because she's already blocked bullets. Like the last instinct, instinctively yeah. with the Kevlar hand, right? Yeah. And that was the one she couldn't see coming. Yeah. Honestly, I like Jotaro did a bad job. Yes. Imagine he did. that. Yes. <laughs> he actually comes up on a problem where there are two stand users and he fucks it up. He, because he just shoulder tackles Jolene out of the way and time resumes. You know why, though? Because deep down he does love her. It just kidding. He does. <laughs> no, deep down he just wanted to fucking shoulder check her. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, Joey! Stop! I like the idea that like I know I'm gonna die for this, but I really do just want to throw her to the floor. She better not drop the goddamn locket when I do this. (laughs) Stop taking my perfectly reasonable head cannon and throwing your bullshit into it. I'm sorry. You can bring all the fantasies you want into this, Victor, but I'm just telling you what's on the screen. Uh, so he gets bitch slapped because of this. <laughs> he turns White around, sn- he turns around and Pale Snake just takes just slaps Pale him, Pale just slaps Snake. him in the face. Yeah, White, White Snake, Snake smacks was him. One move ahead, and uh, um, the, he hits uh, Jotaro's eject button. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Both of them. He's I, got two drives. I, I really do hear the <laughs> choo- 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 when it comes. How <laughs> to mix that noise? It's great. I, and we get- I actually like the shot of like Jotaro uh, with the boat disc sticking out of his face. It's just it's, a very, a very aesthetic looking picture. It's a very iconic manga panel. It does look very good. Uh, so, what, and, do you, what do you think is on Jotaro's mixtape? Oh no, I got it. I got it. Oh. See, I think <laughs> it's a star platinum number. Jotaro gets the B sides. This is star platinum solo thing, and I'm just imagining him singing like Bakemitai. <laughs> 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 He's got the voice for it. 
Ore ore. <laughs> Star Platinum sings. <laughs> so good. There's almost no song I don't want to hear Star Platinum sing now that I think about it. In, in only auras. Yeah. Just, just, ore ore. The next thing that we see when uh, White Snake pulls these discs out of Jotaro's face uh-huh. is. The subtitle, This is Pale Snake's Ability. All right. Which, of course, White should Snake triggered. All right. Because Jotaro deduces through Studios to stand users. Because... No, no, no. He doesn't. That's what I was about to say. Jotaro oh. does not deduce there are two stand users. He actually looks over his shoulder and White, he can actually see White Snake after he stops time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, if he had actually deduced there were two stand users, I would have been like, You don't know that. <laughs> Stands only of one power. Like White Snake, he can um, eject your two set special or two disc special. Why? And, when and he ejects Melchuru. the disc and pulls like, the disc out, why is it so wet? Why is it still covered in cum? That's a, Ooh, that's a gooey CD. That's so good. Juices. We, we probably need to explain what a CD is, actually. No, we <laughs> do okay. not need that's to explain what a CD is. The compact disc format. That's not The too compact far. disc format was... You know what? Let's go to a... Let's cut to a, a uh, an interstitial here. I'll just do an interstitial on CDs. <laughs> right. I don't... What? <laughs> no, you're doing stone free. What? No, I... Okay, no, I'm just doing... Old audio formats. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, have fun with that. Okay. <laughs> JJ's bizarre we- uh, d- d- technology corner. I don't know. <laughs> Obsolete music formats. <laughs> they still sell CD. Like, it's just, I don't know. They still sell records. Yeah. Well, in fact, vinyl is more desirable than CDs now. Yeah. Like, who needs physical media anymore unless you're doing it to, like, have something cool, like an actual piece of vinyl? I mean, That's what I, do. I just wanted to, like, walk y'all through and make you sad, because, like, well, CDs are kind of like flash drives, but they're discs. No. Oh, wait, nobody knows no. what flash drives are right there. <laughs> uh, no, what flash so it's drives like, are? It's like an cloud. external hard... Okay, so it's like an external hard drive, right? Like, you know how you've got your, like, four terabyte external hard drive for all your porn, right? Imagine that, except uh, the sizes were things like eight megabytes, all right? And you <laughs> yeah. had to have a special piece of equipment to read these things because they weren't actual hard drives. Oh, uh, yeah, but remember you, CD shufflers? You don't, you don't need to explain like this. People, people know what CDs. People know <laughs> I, what CDs are. I hope Nobody people does. forget about this. I hope it's ne- yeah. we never talk about it ever again. Don't tease <laughs> people because then you can sit like continue the myth, the legends <laughs> of garbage See, that and, I had to live through. Paul remember like, mini clips? Oh god. No, of course <laughs> you not. Get, I do. You get one song on a fucking worth okay, thirty dollars no. each. Stone free, Victor. <laughs> Please. Welcome back to JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, where we're headed back to the 60s again to hang with the Jimi Hendrix experience and talk about their second song, the B-side to their first single, and the namesake of our protagonist stand, Stone Free. Back in the Purple Haze interstitial where I first talked about the guitar legend called Jimi Hendrix, I mentioned that his career really started when he moved from the U.S. to England in 1966 under the management of former Animals bassist Chaz Chandler. Part of the reason Chandler picked up Hendrix after other seasoned managers and producers had passed on him was because he really liked the song Hey Joe and was convinced it could be a hit if he found the right artist, and Jimmy had a great version of it already. Once Chandler had gotten a bassist and a drummer to form the experience, Hey Joe was the first song they recorded. But a debut single still needs a B-side. Jimmy suggested finding another song to cover, but Chandler and I cannot overemphasize how much I respect this, Chandler encouraged Jimmy to write something original so he could get publishing royalties. And so Hendrix composed Stone Free, a loose, 
funky jam with an extremely prominent cowbell. The lyrics reflected Jimmy's rambling lifestyle, drawing from his experiences roaming from place to place due to his generally restless nature, and also drawing from his experiences as a unique rebellious soul. Talking about the song, Hendrix said that even in Harlem, he was belittled or treated like a sideshow just for having long hair. But whatever, he was going to do his own thing anyway, and he blazed one hell of a wide trail while doing it. The Hey Joe single with Stone Free on the back was released in the UK in December of 1966 and reached the top 10 over there within a couple of months, peaking at number 6. Hey Joe was released as a single in the US a few months later, but with a different B-side, and failed to chart stateside. Stone Free wasn't included on any of Hendrix's three albums, but in July 1969 it appeared on the compilation album Smash Hits. Shortly after that, and shortly before the release of the Experience's final album, Electric Ladyland, Stone Free was released as its own single in the US with the song If Six Was Nine as the B-side. The Experience had actually recorded a whole new version of it while they were considering it for single release, which is fair, because between you and me, the engineering on the first release is really terrible and full of audio issues. But the remake lacked the vitality of the original, and the original was what went on the single. Again, it failed to make the Hot 100, but it was already considered a legendary track by rock enthusiasts of the time, including guitar virtuoso Jeff Beck, who has called Stone Free his favorite Hendrix song. Hendrix himself was also fond of the song, which became a staple of the experience's live shows. Later performances deviate heavily from the recorded version, with extended solos drawing it out to as much as 14 minutes long. This, of course, was not unusual for Hendrix, the man who frequently played his guitar behind his back or with his teeth. Several different recordings of live performances of Stone Free have been released on various compilations over the years, and the fact that there are so many, even though Hendrix died less than four years after it was first recorded, is a testament to how quickly people recognized that Jimmy was on a different level. I don't really have a good punchy way to finish this, so... Let's just go out on All Along the Watchtower, huh? Yeah, everybody loves All Along the Watchtower. Appearing on Electric Ladyland, Hendrix's cover of this Bob Dylan song became the absolute definitive version of it, as was the case with most things Hendrix did. It reached number 20 on the Hot 100, making it the experience's only US Top 40 hit, and was placed at number 40 in the most recent edition of the Rolling Stone Greatest Songs list. I can't get no relief Hey, Jolene, where are you going? Do you have that amulet in your hand still? I told you to hang on to the amulet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's all I fucking asked. It's the one thing. The one I thing. I told you. Oh, uh, man, I thought you were going to come in something like, you're going down to the prison, going to punch my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I want to talk about White Snake. All right, let's yeah, talk about White Snake. About oh, Pale Snake. Is great band, called. great band, White Snake. Sure. Good songs. M's for eyes. I really <laughs> like the look of White Snake. Yeah. He's pretty cool. He's like got a purple crown thing going on. He's gooey and white. That kind of reminds me of like a Dragon Ball Z villain in a good way. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like a he has the like a, a rejected version of Majin Buu, or he's got like uh a letters written on him in a pattern that um I believe these yeah. are like DNA sequences. G A T C C. Yeah. yeah, these are like the DNA composite materials, whatever. I don't know what you yeah. call them. He really does have uh, the the exact like right amount of gimp acids. unit <laughs> gimp outfit, yeah. and he's fucking ripped like just <laughs> muscles everywhere it's great i he, d- d- I, I collar no no i like him yeah uh, he seems like a good guy yeah real nice guy <laughs> real, real nice guy real stand-up character 
if you'll stand up guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. How do we feel about his theme music? Ooh, what was his theme music? I gotta think about it. I, I don't have the OST yet, which is normally how I get this. Just watch the scene. It's playing in the background. It's very ominous. Ooh. Yeah. I like it. I like the feel of this. It's kind of got, like, church choir in it a little bit. Yeah, and, like, organ music in the background. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Dig it. I, why do some stands just get to talk? Uh, because their stand user isn't here, so it needs to. We need the villain to say some dramatic shit, and only the stand can say it right now in order for us to hear it. I guess. Uh, uh, John Gallier's. They're not. They're not ready to reveal <laughs> the villain yet. Ooh, they're not ready. Who do y'all hey, think it is? Someone we haven't seen. It ain't J- John Gallier. <laughs> sure ain't. Or is it? Nope. It's not. <laughs> I know for a fact it's not. All right, so what do y'all think White Snake's powers are? <laughs> okay, so demonstrated powers can melt a whole room with cum uh-huh, and uh-huh. put everybody in that room to sleep and force them to dream weird shit. Uh-huh. I assume that he can only take people's powers when you're asleep, except for this one time. For some reason, <laughs> yeah, his his disc power. Uh, it looks like it it can take your stand, and also it your definitely soul. Definitely looks like with, yeah, it looks like it's just taking your soul in a two disc format. <laughs> first, your yeah, for, for first only ninety nine easy payments of thirty two thirty five. You two can <laughs> star platinum sings the blues. <laughs> okay, you Our might need to explain. Special. You might need to explain that one to the younger viewers. <laughs> you um, see, there were these things called commercials on what was called cable television. Ooh, you're going to have to explain cable television. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Netflix, but you couldn't control what you watched. Also, yeah, they, it was they would just bad. Yeah, they would just air whatever they wanted, ah. like, at all hours. In it fact, was... a lot of stations wouldn't even air things in the after hours. Like, they would just, like, stop at 10 p.m., and then it would just be wall-to-wall infomercials. Anyway. <laughs> I never understood that. That could not... How is that possibly better? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we yeah, live so, um... don't understand cable. <laughs> so, uh, White Snake uh, t- takes your stand, takes your soul, question mark? Okay, so it okay takes your soul in your stand. All right, presumably it does something with these other than just take them, right? So and and because they're CDs, I have to assume they have to go into a CD player, right? <laughs> I'm thinking you can use. I'm, I'm thinking I'm, you can use the stand power once he's taken it. He just I'm, slots it in himself, right? I'm really exci- excited for the Soundwave stand that you pop these CDs into. <laughs> See, Soundwave is a transformer. <laughs> that, had, that had cassette tapes as like mini transformers in it. See what a cassette tape. <laughs> it's like a CD, but it was on magnetic tape. And somehow, and somehow through black magic, you could turn it into an aux cable. <laughs> oh yeah, I've never understood the science behind that one. <laughs> no one does. It's dark sorcery. Don't question it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see like the scene where we get White Snake like inserting these CDs into his ass crack or something, <laughs> <laughs> or into his mouth. Just <laughs> it just pulls a wham on us. <laughs> you, you mean an ACDC? Was it ACDC? God damn! ACDC ate the dynamite so, so long. He loves TNT. <laughs> What do you? What do you uh, think? Yeah, you're right. What do you think Star uh, Platinum's yeah. gonna taste like then? Ooh, what does Star Platinum taste like? Pain. You think it's something like blue, like blueberries, just because he's blue? Ooh, blue raspberry just flavored. Like... Yeah, <laughs> blue raspberry flavor. He tastes like the the freezy pops, the otter pops, but the blue flavor. It tastes like what tastes like the taste Heineken like... that he stole at the beginning of Starters Crusaders. <laughs> like cold metal. I feel like my tongue would stick to Star Platinum. Uh, my de- my tongue so definitely cool. would. <laughs> <laughs> One way or another. <laughs> so, Jolene blocks the next wall of by punching them into her dad. <laughs> yeah, he great. really does not have this deflecting thing down yet. <laughs> and I love the seat of White Snake's arm with the CD just leaving a snail trail <laughs> on the wall as Look, it goes around the corner. He's called snake for a reason <laughs> he's a he's a one-two punch of uh pun 
So, um, uh, uh, so our boy Jotaro isn't doing too good, is he? So Jotaro has to have his uh, death monologue, mm-hmm. his fake um, death monologue, because he's definitely not dead for some reason. He's not. He is surprisingly not bleeding a JoJo amount of blood, which makes me yeah. very concerned. Actually, that's more worrying <laughs> than the JoJo amount of blood. <laughs> I mean, he's, I'm like, oh no, what happened? I think, where, where did all your blood go? I think White Snake <laughs> stole the Joestar out of him. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> My blood. He CD'd all my blood. <laughs> it's like when you stop shivering in hypothermia. That's the scary part. Yeah. Uh, but Jolene's not going to leave a Joestar behind. And she like punches out the window. He's just like, just take it. Get out of the prison. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And she's like, no, no, we're not doing this. And then we get the we get the fight with Jungolia, which is just so dumb, just so fucking wacky. I love it, but like, come on, some Looney Tunes bullshit. She's uh, doing the shit that I wanted her to do the whole time. It it just does not fit the tone of the scene at all. No, Jotaro's like giving his yeah. Take this brooch. Like it has a tracker. You'll get the safety. Uh, leave me. I'll 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 catch up. And she's just like, oh no, he's going to die here. Oh, and then no. yakety sax starts playing. She's <laughs> wrapped her string around Jungolia and spins him like a top. Yeah, that was af- after uh, she uh, put a, a whole pot of spaghetti in his gun. Gun <laughs> can't fire through my spaghetti. I did it curves like her- the bullets. Yeah, I love her curving the bullets away. I would have just curved them back into it. I don't know. I don't know why you had to line them up to get punched in the face. Like that seems. I don't know. She has maybe a preference. That's, maybe that's more fun for you. You did shoot her yeah. shitty dad. <laughs> this is a very Jotaro moment, though. That she gets here now. I was just lining you up to better punch you. It's <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. the best angle. I, I just like the, the way her theme kicks in and just runs. Yep. Oh. I like Jolene a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah, this character too. has just gotten so much goodwill from me at this point. Breath of fucking fresh air. I, I, I We keep saying it, but like, I didn't even dislike Jordo when we watched him last time, but now Jordo's fucking in the garbage can. We got a new toy. <laughs> Dunk that shit again. This one's angry about life, and I love it. <laughs> She's just so relatable. <laughs> I like that John Gallier tries to pull a thing where she's like, he's like, I got my hands up. This is stands flying above him. He's like, ah, I'm just going to redirect the bullet. Yeah. She's like, Jolene's like, I don't remember asking you to do a goddamn thing. <laughs> I don't remember asking you. So after this, she like rushes to <laughs> to Jotaro's side and like calls him dad. And I'm like, you're not on like a first name basis with him yet. Like, <laughs> you still call him dad? That's very surprising over here. Very surprising. The surprising thing is Jotaro's last words aren't like, Jolien, I'm so. Where's the goddamn disappointment? Disappoint- Where's the goddamn locket? <laughs> you lost the locket. Why am I holding this right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she drags him to the beach. Yeah. God, it's so sad. It like is... we get this long monologue of like just Jodoro's internal thoughts about uh, like Jolene's character and just it, that she drags yeah, him with that resolve pieces. of hers. She'll be fine. <laughs> and then she, and she drags him, him with her 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 spaghetti string to the beach and just lets out a fucking whale because she cannot like her her dad is dead he's just straight up he's dead under the water not given any bubbles it's yeah. just it, his eyes did not close like ugh. Yeah, that, RSVP this Jero. hurt me this hurt me to look at yeah it's very affecting. Uh, one of the things I had for most upsetting thing in the episode was dead Jotaro. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh. what a way to start the new season. Yeah. I, I have, like, I had this on, like, a bingo card. I was like, Jotaro's not going to be able to help this season. Like, he's probably going to die. You can't no, no. just keep a person around who can stop time. You like, really Rocky can't. can't write around that. <laughs> Used to be able to stop time. <laughs> but, <laughs> who would have thought Joseph outlives Jotaro? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> jo- like, Joseph infected himself with the Benjamin Button disease. <laughs> He's going back the other direction and is very upset about it. But like this is this is great also just for the arc of this season because we have stakes here that I actually care about. Oh yeah. Right? yeah. 
like not Jordo and Bruno's bullshit quest of you know fake shit. Uh, the, <laughs> I've got to stop the, drugs. No, I've got to <laughs> save my dad. Like, yeah. We like, actually care I'm, about these characters. I might be able to bring my dad back to life. I feel it in my soul. That's a quest I can get behind. This is a character I care about. Yes. Yep. When she makes the choice that, no, I'm going to stay in the prison because that's where White Snake is. That's where White Snake is. That's where so he slithered good. fucking back to. Uh, and Before then, we get too far from it, um, can we appreciate how good uh, Jolene's voice actress is? Like, the yeah. blood-curdling scream she does. Yeah. Is so excellent. It is so good. So God. much emotion there. Yeah, she really goes for it. And just David Production animating her, like, performing chest compressions on Jotaro. Just every shot of her face. Like, it's every part of this is very good. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the scene that I absolutely do not like. <laughs> her Wait, talking it? to fucking Emporio yeah, and, like, yeah. giving, and giving gives him, a fuck. Who this gives, feels hey. like an Assassin's Creed scene where you kill the person, then you have a whole dialogue afterwards. Like they're not <laughs> even in the same room. Like she is in the courtyard with these cops around her, and she's talking with String to Emporio. She's a distant dreamer for this. <laughs> he gives and think about the fact that I'm angry about that. <laughs> I mean, we have to explain the plot. Yeah. That's all this is. It's just we, no, we like, don't. This is still we, we this is JoJo's here. bizarre adventure. Like yeah, we have right, enough actually. explanation already. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Araki even believes this explanation, like, <laughs> or feels in any way bound to it. So is he the prisoner of love? Because it's not Jolene. <laughs> Aren't we all prisoners of love, Tim? No, it's Jean Gallier. <laughs> we all know that. Is, is White Snake no, the prisoner of love? <laughs> absolutely not. Right. This is where we get Emporio's name and backstory. <laughs> no, it's just, he was wait, born wait. in this prison. This prison is his baby. This is his backstory. Yeah. This is it. Well, okay. Do you want a flashback like last season? Yes. <laughs> I want to no, I don't. Liar. No, this is, I do not. This is the second child to be born in a prison in uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Just think about that for I a really second. I really like this. This is, this is happening a lot? Yes, all the time, apparently. Hey, 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 I'm looking at this shot of this kid. Mm-hmm. His fucking hat has a GD on it. He's he, this was a green Dolphin Street fucking baseball, <laughs> baseball team. team. <laughs> my my candidate is confirmed. This is built on a little league graveyard. <laughs> Why is this kid so smart if he's only ever lived in this prison? They got a really good library, Grant. Because everyone else we're comparing him to is a JoJo character. <laughs> like <laughs> he's wily. Uh, I I. Uh, it's okay. We also get my favorite part where um, a cop, uh, uh, one of the prison guards, is holding a gun to, jo- uh, to Jolene, and he's like, "Hey, put your, like, are you surrendering?" And the other guy is like, "Hey, her hands are up, and she's unarmed. What are you fucking? Doing? This is too fucking down. real. <laughs> this is <laughs> too and, fucking real." And the real. guy was like, "Oh, <laughs> like I wanted to shoot. I her. wanted to shoot someone today. Like th- th- this is too fucking real. Except for the part where somebody de-escalates the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, was that the part's surprising fake. part. But <laughs> uh, look out, she's got a gun. Bam, bam, bam. Yep. <laughs> All right, sprinkle some crack on her. Let's get out of here. Like did." I love this shot we get while she's uh, explaining the situation and her her decision to Emporio, where she's like, the murderer had planned to steal my father's stand by giving it for him. We get the close-up on the, the Star Platinum CD. <laughs> uh, it's with just this very innocent-looking Star Platinum on it. <laughs> it doesn't look angry at all. And also, it's got the compact disc logo. <laughs> Why? Why don't uh, CDs have like hollow foil images on them? That'd be cool. That would be. Uh, Look, there's some great CD label art and like hollow foil type stuff on if you if you buy the right CDs. Some CDs carried that tradition forward. So I love the end of this. I love this post credit scene. It's just it's classic where Jungle is like, "We did it," and, he's, and White Snake's like, "Yes, I did it. I did it." Wait, where's my gun? 
<laughs> it's right here. Bang. Classic double crosses. He's like, sorry, someone's got to take the fall. And John Golly A becomes the Mista of this season. No. It's shot by his it's own gun. Shot by his own gun. He even has a stand that redirects bullets. He, it's just... Yeah, but he was shot by a stand. It's like strictly worse uh, Sex Pistols. Probably. Are you... <laughs> Can everyone really be like Six Whistles if you just had your stand shoot again? Yeah, uh, Star Platinum could just shrink down and ride on uh, a bullet and, and, and punch the Redirect bullet at somebody. <laughs> yeah. we've, we've, I think we've done this exact joke before. No! <laughs> Alright, but now imagine what Joey just described here where Star Platinum is holding the gun. Ooh. The precision. With the precision. <laughs> he just throws the gun. <laughs> it does more damage. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of that scene with uh, in the Venture Brothers. Uh, <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> no, it's the no guns. I use this. It's just a knife that he fucking destroys people with. <laughs> Go pick it up. Those are expensive. <laughs> Go get it. <laughs> I really, I really don't like how White Snake carries around CDs because he's gonna scratch that yeah. up, and then your Star Platinum won't be playable. White Snake's all gooey. He's more like those those things you use to resurface CDs. No. <laughs> so, okay, to explain what those are. No. <laughs> no, no. How did y'all like the episode? Uh, I like that we actually I got like, it. like an episode that like had a beginning and end. Yeah. It was great. I didn't have to like wait for it. It was <laughs> not always guaranteed. I know, but like. Two part episodes are good, but like I've had to wait a while to watch this episode. <laughs> like at least it wasn't another four parter, all yeah. right? <laughs> True. This is a good episode. I like that we have a clear goal now, and it's a goal I care about. Yeah. Hang on to that feeling. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I really liked I really liked White Snake. I really liked John Gallier. I, I love the Looney Tune bullshit in, in the fight. <laughs> that was so dumb. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Victor? No, I do, this was a good episode. Uh, I think it does the dramatic parts really well. We're not talking like one piece well here or anything. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. If I had to peg it, I think this is the best start to a JoJo part. Yeah, probably. These five episodes. It's that or Battle Tendency, but Battle Tendency has that Streiser thing we always forget about. So, like, <laughs> are you are you sure it's not Stardust? Yeah. Stardust is a really good open. Stardust is a very slow start. Yeah, it does have but a slow start. Every part of it's actually like not good, but iconic. Yeah, I think this is just better. Because like you gotta remember Battle Tendency starts with Strizo for like four yeah. episodes. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 remember the like we fuck around with Kakuin painting things. Yeah, see, that's lot, iconic. Yeah, <laughs> a lot good. of time so with like Holly being sick. Then we, ta- we Tower of Grey is episode three. Oh right, no, yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. but I don't have to watch uh a young girl strip in to like midway through. What are you yeah. talking about? We didn't watch that in this part either. Yeah, Tim. <laughs> this one's got John Gallier's ass in it, so Ooh, yeah, it does. Yeah. It has the cum room. For my money, it's this also is the got Gwess. Start. It does. Have, <laughs> I fucking love Gwess. I, I, to my money, this is the strongest start I think Araki's done. You, or you David production. Correct. You may be correct, though. <laughs> First three episodes of Phantom Blood or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like them a lot too, actually. All right. Well, thank you all for watching. Where can we find everyone? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Los Grandalinus. That's Los underscore Grandalinus. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zarum. We'll be posting uh something. <laughs> Sweet C D changers that are Jotaro themed. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman, and you can find the podcast on Twitter at Joestar All Stars. Uh, follow us on Twitter, where you might find cool things we retweet out from our fans. All right, go go look at it, please, oh, and yeah. uh, get your podcast episodes in your usual places: Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Joestar All Stars. Fireside. FM. 
And if you want to contact us, feel free to send something to justourallstars.gmail.com or visit us on the official, unofficial Discord server set up by Dune. Um, if you like this for some reason, <laughs> please leave a, leave a good review, you know. It means a lot to us. We, we really appreciate each and every one of you. Everyone who's ever done any, like, sort of art or support. It, we, we have fun doing this, and it... It, we really enjoy that everyone else enjoys it, too. Yeah. So, thank you. You're the real heroes, listeners. Not Victor. Yeah. Victor. Not Victor. Fuck you, Victor. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little, that was a little yeah, too aggressive. I'm, I'm sorry. I love you, Victor. You know that. <laughs> oh, wait, thank wait, you. wait. Before I forget, guess oh, what we got? What? Stanfax? Stanfax? Stanfax! Oh, Stan my God! Oh, Woo! Please tell me it's Star Platinum. Please tell me it's... Oh, it's Manhattan Transfer. Oh, it's Manhattan transfer. It looks bad. It looks bad from the top. I don't like it from the top. <laughs> it does take not it, look good from the take top. Take it back. <laughs> all right, all right. Stand name Manhattan transfer. User John Galia. Power E. Speed E. Range A. Durability A. Precision A. Growth potential C. I feel like range and precision I'll should be this. S, and everything yeah. else should be garbage. <laughs> now, durability, I mean, it just takes these bullets, like, no problem, and it you can't hurt it. Like, you can't hit it. I guess. <laughs> in, the okay. dream, in the dream, you can capture and destroy it. <laughs> Ability. This stand is a sniping satellite that deflects bullets that hit it and send them towards targets. We get all like sniping satellites too. Yeah, yeah. as satellites too. Mm -hmm. Manhattan transfer itself looks like it's dancing in the wind like a piece of dust and doesn't do anything nor does it attack. It simply <laughs> floats around the trajectory of the rile. Rile. Rifle. Wind? I think it's supposed to say rifle. I think it's supposed to say rifle, but this translation has many typos in it. Uh, and when it's attacked, it only dodges. Cool. Why, yeah. Why does it have keys on? I don't know. Who knows? Also, so, Victor, speaking of... More stand facts! Yeah! Oh my platinum. god! Star platinum That's such a good star platinum. Star platinum stand facts. <laughs> Look at that doodle. That's not a real drawing. That's just a star platinum doodle. That's yeah, amazing. That's like an amazing star platinum doodle. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Look at all those A's. Oh my <laughs> god. Sutando Nemu, Star Platinum. User Kujo Jodoro. Parentheses, Jolene's father. Aww. Thank you, helpful. Note. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> For those of us that haven't figured that mystery out yet. <laughs> oh, so so he's her father. That's oh, why that he's <laughs> That's why he's such an asshole. That's why he's such a dick. Yeah. Power A, speed A, range C, staying A, precision A, learning complete. Complete. <laughs> what? Does that, does that mean no other stands have not been complete yet? Yeah. He's, the only, he's the only one that perfected it. He's reached his full He's awakened his stand. Is it, does that mean every stand has latent abilities, like, judged by the growth potential stat? I think like, we went over should, this should Killer Queen have had an A? I, they just can just say the world and stop time. That's just a stand thing. Oh, Victor, you haven't read the st first part of its ability yet. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> ability. Star Platinum is so fast that it's become able to surpass the speed of light and stop time <laughs> yeah! itself. <laughs> For a maximum of five seconds when Jotaro was in his prime, 18 years old. It's okay. power and That was your prime? Oh, wow, no. he really peaked in high school, huh? Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> its power and precision are also superb. It's the most invincible standability that has ever existed. For more info, see Part 3, Volumes 8 through 17, <laughs> and JoJo nice Agogo go stands. All right. Nice plug, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> and a final treat. What? I know. Oh, a third stand. Oh, John Galliafax. No. John Galliafax. Oh, John Galliafax. Yeah. Alright, alright, alright. Privilege card. Go Dolphin Green Dolphin Street Jail. Let's get a nice, nice not mug shot of John Gallier here. Like, this yeah. is a glamour shot. It's, it's a glamour shot. shot. <laughs> so good. There, there are only glamour shots in this universe. <laughs> name John Gallia. No full name. That's. That's just it. That's his last name, A. His last name's A, yeah. Prisoner ID MA56002. 
Cell number 313 in the male prison. <laughs> He's from the three and a third. He's from Detroit. Represent. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> he only got seven years for murder. Yes. Term seven, seven years, years charged murder. He's a white male. All right. Yeah. Uh, Maybe he's <laughs> been, here, been in here for a little bit. Physical characteristics, 185 centimeters tall, mostly blind. Okay. Right? Those, those are his only characteristics. Blind. Not the tattoos, not the, not ta- the hair, not the ass. Not the ass. <laughs> the- <laughs> In a dump truck of an ass. Mostly blind dump truck of an ass. There <laughs> Bio. Military veteran, sniper, can acutely sense the movements of air between his and his target's body. A rifle sniper who never misses his mark. Stand name, Manhattan Transfer. I don't know. Maybe if I was, like, running a prison and was taking, like, a lot of bribes, maybe I wouldn't have allowed John Gallier to, like, put together a full gun. I don't know. Maybe I... Yeah, yeah, it seems a little ill-advised. We don't know if that's canonical. That was in the dream. Oh, you're right. He just... He oh, just, yeah, you're right. He just has a fucking pistol on this one. He just has a handgun. Yeah, he probably just up. nicked that off the, the guard whose uniform he got. And But what about the silencer? That's the Guards o- don't the care o- silencers. That's the only part he had to bribe in. Mm. We're smuggling. Okay. Yeah. In that dump truck. <laughs> just keistered it. Yeah, who knows how many guns he has in there. <laughs> got some real quality shipping in that truck. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> you know what? Next Thank day you. delivery. <laughs> <laughs> it's some Amazon Prime ass right there. All right. <laughs> Thank you all for watching. This is Joe Star All Stars signing out for all of you ch- Star Platinum Sig Arts. What did I call it? Star Platinum Single Nerds out there? No, no, it was something else. But uh, for all of you Star honorary Platinum. Mista nerds out there, no. Star Platinum Solo Album Nerds. There we go. Sure. There you go. Star Platinum Sings the Blues Nerds. For all of you dead Jotaro nerds out there, yeah, say goodbye, Jotaro. Say goodbye, What songs do you want to hear Star Platinum sing? Oh, uh, Rocket Man. No, you have too much actual singing tone to your voice here. It's not shouty enough. War. I want to hear ACDC's Thunderstruck. about Dragon Force? See, I was leaning more towards metal too. But then I like came back. I was like, no, nah, it's probably something softer, like, like some Simon and Garfunkel bullshit. Ora, 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 ora. Sono chido sarebbe. Ora, 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 ora. Sono Ora. You know what? I want. I want. Ora. Just. Ora. Every JoJo opening sung by the original artist, but with, like, featuring Star Platinum. Featuring, yeah, featuring Star, Star Platinum. Platinum. <laughs> I think every rap, song, every rap song now needs to be featuring Star Platinum. Featuring Star, like, everyone else is playing it straight, and then Star Platinum comes in with the fucking aura C- rap. Like it's CeeLo just... Green's Fuck You featuring Star Platinum. <laughs> and I'm like, Orna... <laughs> It, but when I say featuring Star Platinum, I mean, like, Star Platinum does every verse and chorus in uh, Sonochino Sadame, but Tommy Tominaga just comes in for the JoJo. Is this something? Uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>